0: The Word of God says, Is any sick among you? Let them call on the elders of the church and let them pray for them, and the prayer of faith will make them whole. If you are sick in any part of your body and need healing, why not join us for the next Special Healing School, Saturday, the 7th of December at 6.30 p.m. at Solution Chapel International, home of Signs, Wonders and Miracles, Barnfield Road, Northgate-Crawley, West Sussex, rh 10 8 ds please call 07938. Nine four two nine four or visit solutionchapel.org for further details the special healing school saturday the 7th of december is free and open to everyone come and receive your healing
1: what shall we render unto the lord amen what shall we render unto jehovah for all he has done for us so this evening i just want you to lift up your voice and begin to thank god You might not understand it all, but just thank God, just thank God, just thank Him for all the great things He has done, for all the testimonies, Of his goodness we have heard tonight. For all he is doing in our midst. For our God is a good God. Our God is a faithful God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns, he rules, he reigns, he rules. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We give you all the glory, we give you all the praise. You deserve the honor, you deserve the glory, Lord. You alone are worthy, You alone deserve the praise. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. You alone deserve the praise. Our heavenly Father, you are worthy. We thank you. What shall we render unto you tonight, Lord? What shall we render unto the Lord tonight for all his benefits towards us? Father, for all your benefits towards us, what can we render unto you, O God? You alone deserve the praise. You alone deserve the glory. You are worthy of all our praises. Magnify your name, Lord. You are awesome in this place, Lord. We welcome your presence, your sweet aroma in this place. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. Come and move in our midst, Lord. Come and change our lives. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. You deserve the honor and the praise. Thank you, Jesus. He's here right in our midst this evening. You worship, you Almighty God. I worship you. I worship you. What do you call him? He's the waymaker, waymaker, miracle. Call him, call him, call him tonight. Who he is. We make miracle where promise keep light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. You are here. Moving in this place. I worship you. I worship you.
0: I worship
1: you. You are here working in this place. Working in this place. I worship you. I worship you, Lord. I worship. Oh, who we do we call Him? Oh. Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you. Oh, call him tonight, call him tonight, he's a way maker. Oh, waymaker, miracle, oh, promise keep. Light in the dark, oh my God, that is who you. Oh, let's call the way maker in this place tonight. Oh, waymaker. Miracle work, promise keep, light in the darkness, my God, that is You. You. Oh, one time, let's call Him again. Who is Waymaker? hallelujah he's a way maker the choir is in the spirit this evening amen oh father we worship you we honor we magnify your name you are in this place this evening thank you for confirming your words with signs and wonders we give you all the glory we give you all the praise in Jesus mighty name and the saints say amen and the saints say amen amen and the saints say, Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Please receive seated in heavenly places. In Christ Jesus. Amen. Our Lord is already in this place. Amen. Wow. He's a way maker. Praise God. Amen. What did you learn about God last week? What did you learn about God last week? What did you learn about? God is faithful, amen. So today, the choir has already gone ahead of me, amen. God is making a way for you, amen. Amen. God is making a way for you, hallelujah. So they've told us already, he's a way maker, He is the promise keeper. He is the light in the darkness. He is making a way for you. I wanted to say God makes a way, but I just want you to know that he is making a way for you. Praise God. So tonight, that is where we are going. Amen. I thank God for the opportunity to minister his word. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are in this place. We honor you. We honor the set anointing of this house. We thank you, Lord, that you are the way maker. We thank you that you will speak into us individually. You will speak into our lives individually. And our lives will never be the same. Holy Spirit, let your words carry power and authority through my mouth. In the mighty name of Jesus. Not me, but you, O God. May you rise and be elevated in this place. May you rise and be lifted on high in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So God is making a way for you. I don't know. I don't know where where you are in your in the stage of your life. It is November. It is the 14th day of November of 2019. This day you will never see it again. Amen. As it is coming to an end, there'll never be another 14th of November 2019. We're first approaching 2020. And you might be wondering and say, God, what's happening this year? Why am I not seeing anything this year? The things I had you, some have stopped. The things that I don't have, I haven't gotten them yet. What is going on? God is saying, I am making a way for you. Amen. Praise God. The book of Isaiah chapter 43, if you have your Bible, please remember to bring your Bibles, your, 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 your Bibles on your phones, whatever you have, your notebooks, because when God speaks, we are right. Because he is the one who is speaking. It's not us who speaks, but he speaks through us. Amen. Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 19, the Bible says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Amen. Now it shall spring forth, praise God. Now it shall what? Spring forth, amen. Praise God. Shall you not know it? Amen. I will even make a road in the wilderness. Hallelujah. And rivers in the desert, hallelujah. God is even making a road in the wilderness. Has anybody been in the wilderness before? Amen. Amen. It's rough. There is no road. There is no structure on the road. There is nothing. There is rocks. There is trees along the path. You know, big trees, small trees, rocks, little rocks, small rocks. There is no pattern on anything. It looks like it's a mess. It looks like it's a mess. It might be your life. You think, God, there's tall trees, there's short trees, there's little rocks, there's small rocks. There's is, there is no direction here. Where, where do I begin? I'm in the middle of this mess. Why? What, what's happening? But God says, I am. Behold, even in the mess, I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing. Don't you not see it? It will spring forth before your eyes. It will spring out even in the midst of the mess. I am making a way for you. He will make a road in the wilderness. In that mess, God will design and clear off all the bushes. He will clear off all the rocks. He will clear off all the things that are not growing, the ones that are growing, the ones that are green, the ones that are falling, the the yellow leaves because it's autumn now. He will clear it off. Behold, where you can't even see a way out, God is saying, I will even make a road in the wilderness. So it means there will be a pathway that will lead somewhere greater, somewhere big, somewhere awesome, somewhere where God where God lives, somewhere in Canaan land, somewhere, somewhere good, somewhere beautiful, somewhere where God has prepared for you. Don't worry about the rocks. Don't worry about the little things you can't see. Don't worry about the, the things that are not sprouting up. Don't worry about the uneven things in your life. God is clearing it off. He is making a road in the wilderness. You might have been going through a wilderness and you wonder, how am I going to ever come out of this mess? But God is saying, I'm making a road in the wilderness. And rivers in the desert. Has anybody been in a desert before? I think our sister knows. She comes from Namibia. There is a Namib desert. Have you driven through the sand dunes? Amen. In Namibia, it's a desert. If somebody says, I will make a river in the desert, what is the number one thing you need in a desert? Just a glass of water. Just a glass is all you need. Just a glass of water you need in the desert. And God is not just going to give you a cup of water. God is not just going to give you a trickle of water. God is not going to just give you a drop of water. He is making rivers. Rivers in the desert where it seemed dry, no life. You know, in in the desert, there's very few trees that it can grow in the desert. Even if they grow, they grow to be that tiny. Because there's no water, there's not, nothing happening there. But God is not just giving you a cup to say, this is just to quench your thirst while you're on the desert. But I am making what? Rivers in the desert. Wow. Somebody's about to flow in rivers that you've never flown in before. You are going to swim in the rivers you've never seen in your life. You've never seen anything like this before. In the book of Genesis, God, in the the Garden of Eden, there were four rivers that were flowing out of the garden. They were flowing, River Gihon, River Pishon. Some had gold in it. Some had all the minerals with it. You see, when God causes rivers to flow, the thing you lack becomes your blessing. The thing you are believing God for, you begin to receive it not just once, but four times the amount you even thought possible. The job you are looking for, God is even able to open four interviews in one week. And you wonder, God, which one? Which one, God? Which one do I choose? Which one do I choose? The business ideas. God is able to open rivers in in your mind of business ideas. That you had no, not, not even imaginable. He is making what? Rivers in the desert. But when we're going through the desert, it's not a nice experience. It's not a nice experience. It feels like it's a long haul. It feels like you've been on a flight for, you are going to Australia from here. To go from here to Australia takes about nearly 22 hours or how many hours if you are stopping along the way. It feels like it's a long road. But hold on tight. God is making a way. A way is not made by man. It is made by God. God says, I'm even making. God is the one who is going to put the things that are necessary, the tar, the everything, the rocks together to make that road level. He is the one making the road. All you need to know is who is making the road. It is God who is making a way, in a road for you. Before you know it, you'll be driving. If you had to move from one point of wilderness to the next, it will take you days. But as soon as God puts in the road in the wilderness, what took you 40 years to go through the wilderness might even take you a day. And you wonder, why did I take long there? How come 40 years of doing the same thing No result. Same thing, no result. Same thing, no result. One day you wake up because the road is clear. You wake up, you do it once and you strike gold in the mighty name of Jesus. It will be your turn this year. God is doing something. The year will not pass you by. The year will not pass you by. God is doing something awesome in your life. He is making a way for you. In the mighty name of Jesus, Amen. Sometimes when we are tempted, we think, God, you know, what's going on? The people we started with, they far advanced, but here I am, I have nothing to show. Don't worry, God. In God's eyes, a day is is too long. He can turn that situation around within the twinkling of an eye, amen, because he is God, praise God. So don't be worried, don't be worried, amen. First Corinthians 10 and, nine, and 13, amen, you might be going through so much temptation and you wonder, am I the only one, am I, am I, what's going on with me? What, what's wrong with me? What am I not doing right? You're doing everything right, but God is doing something new in your life, amen. First Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13, amen. The Bible says, no temptation, verse chapter number 10, no temptation has overtaken you. Amen? Praise God. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to men. You think you are the only one? <laughs> you are not the only one. If you are in your house, you think, oh my God, I'm the only one going through this? No, no, no. No temptation has ever. Overtaken you, except such as common to man. But what God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. amen. Amen. But with the temptation will also do what? Make a way of escape. Praise God. That you may be able to bear it. Don't think, you know, I like that song that, you know, I had my back against the wall. He made a way when my back was against the wall. When I think, I think it was over. You made a way. He made a way when you thought your back was against the wall. When you thought the enemy was squeezing you in into the corner. And that will be the end of you. But he says no temptation has overtaken you. Except such as is common to man. If you are going through a phase where you don't see anything happening. And you think God has left you. No, God is with you. He said I will never leave you. Nor forsake you. So whatever you are going through. God is still with you. He is letting you go through it. So you can... Learn some things. So you can, you know, it's like a a child. When you tell them, don't touch the fire. Don't touch the fire. And then when you turn your back, they go and touch the fire. Do you think, you know, when as a parent, you, you would literally go and save them. But sometimes leave them to touch it so they can learn that the fire is hot. I'm not supposed to touch it. Next time they will... Do it like this to their hand because they've tasted and they have seen what fire can do to your finger. But God is telling us that no temptation has overtaken you, such as is not common to men. People are going through various temptations until we pass a certain test, we move on to the next level. Same as in school, not obviously in this school here, but back. You know, in some countries, you don't move to the next class until you've passed. You stay and repeat the class until you have proven that you can move. Now you, you you know what you're talking about. Then you can move to the next level. That is what God can do for us. He Not that he leaves us. He will never, ever leave us, nor forsake us. No matter how bad you think the challenge is, you know, you wake up in the morning, God, how am I going to say maybe... You know, he's training you up. There's something he wants you to listen carefully in that season. He is making a way for you, but until your ears are attentive to his voice, until he knows that you've got his all attention, then you can move to the next level. Some of us, we are believing God to take us to the next level, but we're not listening to what God is saying. His word comes in, it goes out the other way. We are not attentive to his word. Amen. No matter how deep we think we are in any issue, we cannot hide from God. The number one mistake people do when things are not working out, they decide not to come to church. They decide not to believe God anymore because God is allowing me to go through all this trouble. How can God let me go through this trouble? No. Even no matter where you are, in Psalms 139, verse 7 to 12, David said, where can I go from your spirit? No matter what you are going through, David probably was trying to hide. Where can I go from your spirit? Psalms 139, 7 to 12. Where can I flee from your presence? Can you imagine it's like, um, you know, when children are playing hide and seek and they get into the airing cupboards and stuff and they hide and then they shout, you know, one, two, three, here I come. And then sometimes I've seen it in my own house and then Tonam is hiding and then the next thing his leg is outside. (laughs) They say, come find me. His leg is outside. And he's calling off his sisters, come and find me. Yet his leg is showing off. So they'll also pretend, where are you? Where are you? But his leg is showing off. They know where he is. Amen. So David said, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? Sometimes we think we can hide, you know. God sees what we do. And yet we think we can hide. The next verse, if I go up to heaven, you are there. Okay, if I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. The next verse, if I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, amen, verse 10. Even in the depths of there, you are there. Even your hand shall lead me. Your right hand will hold me. No matter where you are, you, feel, you think you're in, right in hell, you think you've made it, God is still there. You think you're going through a rough time, God is still there. You think you can run away from him and hide, God is still there. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He is with you all the time, amen. He will never leave you at all. He will never leave you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Let's see what happened with the children of Israel in chapter, in Exodus chapter 14. You know, they were in a tight spot. Praise God. They're in a tight spot like sometimes we find ourselves in a tight spot. But you see, God is able to do exceedingly for us. He makes a way where there seems to be no way. Bible says, now the Lord spoke to Moses... Um, and he said, speak to the children of Israel that they turn and camp before Pai hahiroth between Migdo and the sea, opposite Baal-ziphon. You shall camp before it by the sea. So the children of Israel must go and camp there. For Pharaoh will say to the children of Israel, they are bewildered by the land. The wilderness has closed them in. Have you found yourself where something has closed you in? You think, there is no way of escape here. I'm closed in by this situation. I, have, I can't go out. I can't come in. I'm closed in. Then I will harden Pharaoh's heart. This is God. I will harden. This is God who will harden Pharaoh's heart. So that he will pursue them. I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his army that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. So that the Egyptians, you know, sometimes the things that you are going through and you think, ooh, God wants to show off that I am God. If a visa took six months to come and you know, you seek the face of the Lord and before you know it, voila, the visa has just turned. After agreeing that your visa will be there by Monday, And the visa turns up on Saturday and they tell you that they found what was lost. It is God. So that God, so they will know that this is God. So in that situation, God is exalted. He receives all the glory. Because before anything else, you called upon him. When you pray, you call upon the Lord. Amen. And he showed up. He will show up in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Now it was told the king of Egypt that the people had fled and the heart of Pharaoh and of his servant was turned against the people. Amen. And they say, why have we done this? That we have let Israel go from serving us. You know, Pharaoh doesn't enjoy it when you are let go. Poverty, do you think poverty is excited when, when he has to take the back door and prosperity has to come in? Poverty is not excited. He wants to take hold of you. But you see, we belong to God. Divine prosperity is ours. Amen. So Pharaoh is not happy that the children of God, who's going to work for us? Who's going to serve us? Who's going to work for us day and night? Who's going to make our business prosperous? Because the children of Israel have gone. This should be our portion that we should be so angry that we want Pharaoh to be angry that God has made us prosperous. This should be the story of the children of Israel, uh, us, the children of Israel, amen. So why have we done this, amen, in verse number five, amen, six. So he made ready his chariot and took his people with him, amen, let's run fast. And he took 600 choice chariots and all the chariots of Egypt, look at that, and all the chariots of Egypt with captains over every one of them. So 600, all of them had captains over them. What a bad strategy, Pharaoh. Taking all your leadership with you to fight. Wow. And he took 600 chariots, and the next verse, please, verse 8. And the Lord had in the heart of Pharaoh. Who had in the heart of Pharaoh? The Lord. Okay. Okay. So sometimes the things you don't see happening, it's not that it's the enemy. God is just preparing you. He hardens the hearts of Pharaoh so that God will receive the honor. Sometimes we will bind the devil, but God is just hardening the hearts of Pharaoh so that you will know that if it was not God on my side, nothing would have happened. Amen. So the Lord hardened the hearts of Pharaoh and he pursued the children of Israel and the children of Israel went out with boldness. Amen. Next verse, please. And so the Egyptians pursued them, and all the horses and the chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen and his army, and overtook them, camping by the sea beside who? Pai before Baal Zephon. That's where God said they should go to. So they were camping near them now. Amen. Verse 11. Praise God. Amen. But then they said to Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt. You see, this is the bad thing. Because there's no graves in Egypt, you've taken us to make us die here. Moses, because there were no graves to bury us, you want to bury us on the way. In the wilderness. You remember what I said. God will make a way, a road in the wilderness. You want to bury us in the wilderness, among these trees, among these rocks, among these trees that are short and tall. There were no graves in Egypt. Moses, you couldn't have chosen the best tombstone to put us in, in Egypt, where there is so much wealth. God is trying to deliver us. And we are murmuring and say, God, why, why are you taking us there? Why are you, wh- why, why, what are you doing? Trying to oppress us, God. Amen. Next verse, please. Is this not the word that we told you in Egypt? Saying, let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians. Oh, Israel. (laughs) Oh, my God. Leave us alone to serve the Egyptians? Who are we? Are we not children of the most high God? How can we cry to serve the Egyptians? God forbid. God (laughs) forbid. We cannot serve the Egyptians. We are children of the Most High God. They are riding on horses. We are walking on feet. Yet we want to go back and still walk on feet and let them ride on chariots. God will not allow it. Amen. God will not allow that in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that God will open your eyes. That every time you feel like going back to serve the Egyptians, God will open your eyes wide. And make you realize what mistake you are making. Amen. How can you serve the Egyptians? That we should die in the wilderness. Your confession. Children of Israel. You are confessing you want to die in the wilderness. Yet God is telling us in the book of Isaiah 43. He is making a way in the wilderness. You want to die in the wilderness. Wow. Verse 13 please. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Oh, good leader, love Moses. Don't be afraid. Do not be afraid. Amen. Amen. Stand still. Stand still, children of Israel. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. Is he accomplishing it tomorrow? Is he accomplishing it tomorrow? When is he accomplishing it? Stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord. Watch out for the salvation of the Lord. He will do it. He will accomplish, not yesterday, not in 10 years time. He will accomplish when? Today. You will see the salvation of the Lord today. Somebody will see the salvation of the Lord in their accounts today. Somebody will see a letter coming through the post today. It will be dated today. Amen. A good report from the doctors, it is watch and see, stand still. You will see the salvation of the Lord today, today, not tomorrow, today, praise God. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you will see them again no more forever. I like that version. You will see them again no more forever. You have to finish the statement. You will see them again no more forever. Amen. Amen. You will see them again no more forever. Not that you will see them no more. You will see them no more forever. Forever. You will not see those Egyptians. Amen. Praise God. And verse 14. The Lord will fight for you. And you shall hold your peace. He is the one doing the fighting. All you do is say, come on, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you that you are fighting my enemies. Left, right, and center. In the mighty name of Jesus. 14, please. Amen. And the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. Okay. God wants you to wear. To go forward. There's nothing behind. You cannot correct the mistakes of the past. God wants you to go forward. Forget the former things. The things that happened in the past, forget them. Behold, I am doing a new thing. If you keep looking at the back like this and going forward, it's not going to happen your eyes get left there, your body goes forward, the next thing you're going to fall down. Or the least you can do, you'll become a pillar of salt, just like Lord's wife. Because God was saying, let's move forward, and he said, oh no, no, no. (laughs) Became a pillar of salt for looking backwards, looking with regret, looking, despising what God, What what has happened in the past, but God was using it to prepare you for what's ahead of you. Don't look back. Yesterday is gone. Yesterday is gone. Today is the only day you have, and the future is brighter for us. God says He will do the fighting. Hold your peace. Hold your peace. It's the anxiety that drives us. We are always anxious. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing. But with prayer and supplication, make your request be made known unto God. Make your request make known unto God. Don't be anxious. Don't worry when that letter is going to come. Confirming one, two, three. Be anxious for nothing. The Lord is fighting for you. Amen. And verse number 15, amen. And the Lord said to Moses, why do the children? And verse 16, but he said to Moses, the most key thing, lift up your rod. Lift up, don't just stand and watch. There's something you have to now cooperate with God for. The enemy is coming. God is saying, don't worry, I've got this covered. Hold your peace the only thing you can cooperate with me is I want you to do something. Lift up the road. Lift up your rod. What is the road? It's the word. Lift up the word. Lift up the word concerning that situation. Don't just, okay, yes, hold your peace, of course, but lift up your road. Let the word be near you, even in your mouth. Even in your mouth, lift up the rod, lift it up high and stretch out your hand over the sea. He's telling Moses, and divide it. (laughs) Moses, I'm sure, thought, God, divide the sea? Stretch up my hand and divide the sea? You can imagine if you were asked to stand in Brighton uh, at the seaside and God says, divide the sea. You say, me, <laughs> divide the sea and the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the mist of the sea. Wow, it takes faith to obey God. How can a road divide the sea? One plus one is just not making up to two. How can I lift up the road? Everyone will look at me lifting this road up. And expecting the sea. Do you know how vast the sea is? Even if you have to take one bucket of water from the sea, as soon as you take the bucket, fill one bucket, it's filled up again. It's filled up again. It's filled up. This is, it looks so impossible. It looks so impossible. How can you divide the sea? How can you even begin to divide the sea? It's impossible. God is making a way. You see, God works with the situations that are impossible. uh, uh, I think I once said it, he loves impossible situations. The children of, 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 of the Egyptians are coming, attacking. Remember, it's chariots. They are all filled with their captains on the horses. They are all rushing. Let's go after them. Those who serve us, let's go after them. And Moses is with the rod. What kind of a strategy is this one? Lift up your rod. Moses, lift up your rod. You see, God wants you to have that word in your mouth. The only thing he works and wants you to collaborate with him is through his word. Amen. Praise God. And the children of Israel shall go into dry land. And verse 17. Amen. And indeed, he will harden the hearts of the Egyptians and they shall follow them. So I will, again honor, I, will gain, I will again gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his army, his chariots, and his horsemen. This is God says, I will gain honor over Pharaoh, over all his enemies, over all his chariots. It's a strategy. You see, God has a strategy, but he needs to work with you through his word. Because he speaks and the angels jump into action. Amen. Verse 18. Praise God. It's a long one. And then the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I have gained honor for myself over Pharaoh. You see, God is gaining his honor over Pharaoh. He will be glorified in this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Over his chariots, over his horsemen. Amen. 19. Praise God. And the angel of God who went before the camp of Israel moved and went behind them. You see, the invisible, the angel of the Lord, you don't see the angel of the Lord behind you. When you are faced with challenges, you don't see the angel of the Lord behind you. But this is what happened. The angel of God went and stood behind the children of Israel to protect them. As soon as Moses lifted up, the angel of God, it moved and stood behind the children of it. You know, no matter what you are going through, the angel of the Lord is guarding you. He's he's on guard thinking nothing can happen to this one. Nothing can happen to this one. I'm protecting this one with all my life. The angel of the Lord moved camp and moved and stood behind them. They didn't know. They didn't see the angel. And the pillar of cloud went from before them and stood behind them. As soon as Moses was lifting up, the pillar of cloud moved and be, stood behind them. The angel of God was behind them. So there was an invisible war. The chariots of Pharaoh didn't see that they are coming. Rushing in thinking, oh, there's our target. They didn't realize the angel of the Lord has already stood It's an invisible wall. It's like a clear wall. Have you ever moved into a shop after they've washed the windows? Who has had that experience? And you think you you can see and oh, what happened? And you hit yourself against the glass. It was an invisible wall. It looked clear as if nothing was there. But God has already dispatched his angels. They are already standing on guard, waiting. Praise God. The next verse please. Amen. Thank think we are in the book of Exodus until we close today. Amen. So it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. That it was a cloud and darkness to the other one. Okay? So the cloud was with the children of Israel. It was light. And then thus it was a cloud and darkness to the other one. Okay? So the, chil- the Pharaoh is coming thinking, why has it gone dark all of a sudden? The children of God are in light. Just like the Bible says there was darkness in Egypt and there was light in Goshen. The same thing happened just before they crossed the river. So the children of Egypt, all of a sudden the sun has gone down. What happened? They don't know that we serve a God who is faithful. Amen. And it gave light by night to the other so that one did not come near the other all that night. So in the children of Israel's camp, there was light. But then they thought it was nighttime that side. Amen. Amen. 21, verse 21. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night. Imagine wind all night pushing the water, pushing the water. A strong mighty wind, a strong, some version says God blew wind all night just to make a way in the middle of the sea for his children. Because his word can never fail. His word can never fail. So a strong east wind blew all night. God is blowing that storm away for you. He is blowing it. He's going to blow that storm all night so that you can walk on dry ground. Amen. So he blew it all night and made the sea into a dry ground. And the waters were divided. This is the impossible becoming possible. The sea dividing water all night. He blew it. He blew it. You know, once you, you know, even running about, you run the water, the water fills up again. You run it again. It fills up again. So you can imagine God blew and wind in the middle of the sea all night. Amen. Then Moses stretched out his hand. So the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground. Amen. Amen. And the waters were a wall to them on the right and on the left. He created a wall for them. He created a dry ground for them. You know when you go into the sea and the water is like this, it's going to drown you. Within a minute, it covers you. But God made a wall. This God is so awesome. He is the God of the impossible. He is too faithful. Nothing will ever drown you. Nothing will ever drown you. Nothing is too big before God. He made a dry path. In the middle, I've never even seen the bottom of the sea except just on the seashore. He made it dry. You can imagine that wind blew and dried those rocks, those pebbles, those rocks. And he made a wall. I'm sure they were walking and touching, thinking, what's going to happen? Is this water going to come? And But God made a way for them. In the wilderness. Wow. What a faithful God. I don't know what you believe in God for. Honestly, I don't know. But he's able to make the walls out of water. (laughs) He's able to make walls out of water. The water to stand still. You see, water is flowing. Even if you put water here, it will start to drip. How come it didn't drip? How come? They, it, they didn't say they walked on wet ground. No, they made it specific that they walked on dry ground. The waters were a wall to them on the right hand and on the left hand. He made a way for them to go through. God, you will come through this year in the mighty name of Jesus. You will see 2020 and with the fruit in your hand, amen. You will see the end of this year triumphantly in the mighty name of Jesus. God is going to be with you right till the end. He will make a way where there seems to be no way, amen. And verse 23, the Bible says, and the Egyptians, because they thought, wow, wow. Dry ground on the sea. We've never seen this before. Let's run after them. At least we've got dry ground now. No, 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 no. Hello, hello, hello. This is not for Egyptians. It's for the children of God. Only to enjoy the benefits of walking on dry ground. It's not for the Egyptians. Because the Egyptians we see today, we will see them no more forever. Don't forget the forever. We will see them no more forever. So if they're going to join in into this blessing, no. It means we're still going to see them on the other side. No, 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 no. This is reserved for the children of God. It's the blessing allocated to those who've given their lives to Jesus Christ, who have made him the Lord of their life. This is their inheritance. That God makes a way for them where there seems to be no way in the darkness. It doesn't matter how dark it seems. God He's able to blow that wind all night. This is why, you know, in in the book of Acts, the Bible says, Jesus said, wait for the Holy Spirit. Wait, wait, wait for him, you know, until you are endowed with power from on high. In the beginning, the world was chaotic and God spoke the word and the wind blew and he started calling things out into order. You can call dry ground in your life. You will walk on dry ground. You will not even, no one will even know you've been on water. Did you, did you just come out of that sea? Did you just, did you just walk through the sea? I mean, you can't even see the end of the sea. I would love to know somebody who's seen the end of the sea. Has anybody seen the horizon got to, got to the horizon of the sea. I've never seen anyone. And I don't think we'll ever see anybody who can get to the horizon. Because it's, it's, these things are, it's God. You can't explain him. He is God. You can, you can fly and think, oh, I've gotten to the horizon now. It's here. No, no, no. no one. You can fly, you can fly overnight. You can fly 30 days around the world. You will never get to the horizon. Because he is God. So he made a way for them. Amen. Verse 24. Praise God. Now it came to pass in the morning, watch, that the Lord looked down upon the army of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and cloud. And he troubled the army of the Egyptians. You know, he thought, okay, maybe come in. I've got a plan for you. This is not yours. He took off their chariot wheels right in the water that they, and so that they drove them with difficulty and the Egyptians said, let us flee from the face of Israel. Yes, you need to flee. Flee from the face of Israel for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. Their wheels begin to fall off and they want, what's happening? What's what's going on here? I thought there is a path here, but wait a minute. There is no path anymore. Amen. And then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea, because the children of Israel had come out already. So now stretch your hand again over the sea, that the waters may come back upon the Egyptians on their chariots and on their horsemen. Wow, what a loss. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And when the morning appeared, the sea returned to its full depth. You said there was a path here. I'm sure those who who saw it happening from a distance said, I promise you, there was a path in the sea. Everyone would say, come on, don't joke. You see, this is what God does. When he does a miracle, people think, come on, it's not possible. But you know and you know that it was God who did that miracle. Because in the morning when people are waking up, oh, the sea, oh, it's beautiful, isn't it, today? Somebody says, no, there was a path. On, on. They can't even explain it. You know when God does something, I promise you, I should have taken a photo or a selfie with, 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 with the path on the way. Because there was a path here yesterday. No. All Pharaoh's chariots gone, following the children of Israel. Nothing will follow you this year in the mighty name of Jesus. Nothing will follow you to the end of the year. The Egyptians you saw yesterday, you will see them no more. The lack you saw yesterday, you will see them no more forever. Forever. As we are approaching 2020, God is doing a new thing in your life in the mighty name Of Jesus. He is doing a new thing. He is working with the impossible situations. He waits until you think, God, only you, only you can take me out of here. Only you can take me out of here. Only you, only you. Daniel did it. Daniel was put in a lion's den with the lion. What does a lion eat, by the way? (laughs) Fresh. No, not stale. Fresh meat. I like that. The lion eats fresh meat. So the lion and Daniel in chapter number six, they were put in the same cage. The lion's lunch was put with it in, in the cage. Sometimes you think, God, this thing is devouring me. This thing is finishing me up. You are put in the same cage with your enemy. You are put in the same job with your enemy. And you think, God, how, how, can, I, how can I come out of here? But Daniel, you know why Daniel was crucified like that? Do you, you know the reason why Daniel was, was put in the lion's den? Because of his love for God. Just because he he prayed three times, and they, the bible says they found nothing wrong with Daniel chapter number six they found nothing against him except his God <laughs> let let that be your story that no one will find anything wrong with you except that you love God, yeah. except that they will try and look for something wrong with you but they will not find anything wrong with you except that you love God with all your heart. That that was Daniel's story. In verse three, chapter number six of Daniel, the Bible says, then Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and because of his excellent spirit that was with him, the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm. This is our year of influence and the only thing that will set us in the whole realm not just a little bit of the realm the whole realm is our excellent spirit and our love for god so verse 5 says these men said we shall not find we find no charge against daniel this daniel they're not even saying daniel against this daniel <laughs> you know when somebody said this daniel you know, We shall not find any charge against this Daniel unless we find it against him concerning what? The law of his God. That's the only charge against the law of his God. Because Daniel used to go and pray three times in, 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 in the book of um, Daniel 6, the 10th verse. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was on, he went home. And in the upper room, so they said no one should pray to any other God. To cut the story short because my time is nearly up. No one should pray to any other God except to King Darius, who was the king. Can you imagine praying to the king? But Daniel said, no, I pray to God. So in verse 10, he was in defiance of that. He says, now when he heard that no one should pray to any other God, Daniel then You know, after the writing was signed, the king signed it to say, no one should pray to any other God except this God, Darius, this king. He went home and in his upper room and in his window, he opened it towards Jerusalem and he knelt down so that they can see that, you know what? Doing a public show now. Going to pray to my God. Amen. He knelt down on his knees three times a day. And prayed. And prayed. This is your secret place. Amen. This is where the answers will come. Amen. Pray to your God because you know your God hears you. Amen. He knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as was his custom since early days. It was his custom, his habit. He was doing what he knows best. He prayed three times a day. He will pray. Open his windows and call upon the God who is faithful. So they decided, oh, that Daniel, he's praying to his God. Because that's what we know. Our God is with us. He makes a way in the wilderness. So when they had that, he was then sent to the lion's den. The king, because he makes decrees, this is why we are kings. When we make a decree according to God's law, when we make a decree based on the word of God, we have, the, you know, the angels have no joking parts to do. If we say it, they will go and hasten it to cause it to come to pass. So he, the king could not go back on his word, even though he felt for Daniel, but he could not go back to his word. Because he already said anyone who, and it's been signed. It was signed in verse 10. He said, anyone who prays to any other God except to King Darius, signed by the king. So he had to obey. Daniel was put in the the den of, of lions. And then the Bible says, now the king went to his palace that night. He could not sleep. How can you sleep? You put meat and a lion together. How, how can sleep fall into your eyes your enemies once they do a bad thing to you they cannot sleep they cannot sleep so he could not sleep his sleep went from him in verse 18 then the Bible says then the king rose very early in the morning and went to haste to the den of the lions to see what happened because when they locked Daniel read this the whole chapter, chapter number six because I have no time when they locked him he put his signet ring in the mouth where they were locking the padlock was his ring to say I've sealed it because I've signed for it so he went in the morning because he could not sleep to check what's happened maybe you know I don't know if the lion eats all you'll find is carcasses isn't it is carcasses and bones and because the lion wants meat not bones (laughs) So he was expecting going to the lion's den to find some skeletons lying about to see what happened. And when he came there, he cried out with a lamenting voice to Daniel. The king spoke, saying to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God whom you serve continually been able to deliver you from the lion's? Has he been able to deliver you? I'm sure he was watching for the bones thinking. <laughs> has he been able to deliver you? Surprise, surprise, King Darius. Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. King, live forever. King, live forever to see what the Lord has done. King, live forever so you can know that I have a God who makes a way where there seems to be no way. King, live forever so you can know the works of the Lord. King, live forever so you can see that my God delivers me this way. So you can see that I serve a God who is faithful. Praise God. Then Daniel said to the king, Oh, king, live forever. My God sent his angel." And shut the mouth of lions. Hi, this God is awesome. This God is awesome. So that they have not had me. Because I was found innocent. Before him who is the God of all flesh. And also, O oh king, I have done no wrong before you. Shanda, I have done no wrong. I have done no wrong. I have done no wrong before you. Except just to love my God. Except just to love my God. How can God shut the mouth of a lion? A hungry lion. He said the angels shut the mouth of lions. Wow. God will shut the mouth of lions. That are roaring up against you. Any lion that is roaring up against your health, God will shut their mouth up. Any lion roaring against your peace, God will shut their mouth up. Any lion roaring against your marriages, God will shut their mouth in the mighty name of Jesus. And he said, O king, I have done no wrong before you. What is the cause that you should leave me with a lion overnight? O king. How can you do such? Now the king was exceedingly glad and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken out of the den. No injury whatsoever was found on him. No injury on him. He's walking free because God has made a way where there seems to be no way. Because he believed In his God. Do you believe in God? Do you believe he can take you out of any any corner? Out of any den? Out of any trouble? Out of any confusion? God is able to take you out because he believed in his God. Hallelujah. He believed in his God. Verse 24 as we close. And the king gave a command. That they brought those men who had accused Daniel. Okay. Those who accused him that he loves his God. Let them be brought forward. Your accusers. God will bring them forward. Amen. Amen. And they cast them into the den of lions. Them, their children, and their wives. Look at that. It's not just them. It was them, their children their wives and the lions overpowered them and broke all their bones in pieces before they ever came to the bottom of the den. So as soon as the den opened, the lion pounced on them. Oh Jesus, you are too faithful. Yet Daniel spent the whole night with the lion. God is giving you a supernatural awesome presence of God that you need to protect with all that is within you because you are a child. you believed in God. You believe in him. You believe that he is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than you can ever ask or imagine. He will take you out of the den in the mighty name of Jesus. Unharmed, unbroken or or nothing broken in your life. No bone broken, nothing. Because you believe in him. Those who believe in him will see the hand of God. It's only those who believe in him that will see the hand of God. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly More than we can ever ask or imagine. He said, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze because you are walking with God. Father, we thank you tonight. We give you all the praise. We thank you that you are a way maker. You are a miracle-working God. You are able to do exceedingly, abundantly, more than you can ask or imagine. Father, we thank you for your grace. We thank you that you are an awesome God. We thank you that you are making a way for somebody tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that before the year ends, Father, you are turning our story around. You are making a a road in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. We thank you for the rivers, the streams that are flowing in the desert, Lord. Anyone believing you for streams in the desert, you are making a way for us Lord in the mighty name of Jesus we give you the praise, we give you the honor Lord, we thank you you alone are worthy Father we thank you, you are an awesome God, you are a way maker you are a miracle working God do a miracle for somebody here tonight in the mighty name of Jesus, make a way oh God where there seems to be no way we thank you for every resource that is working out together for our good. We thank you Lord that the streams will begin to flow. Father we thank you for the streams flowing in the desert. We thank you that a desert will become like a mighty ocean in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you that you are our way maker miracle working God. You make a way where there seems to be no way. You alone are worthy Lord. You alone deserve the praise. We thank you for surprises coming Lord. We thank you for breakthroughs coming, Father. We thank you for a turnaround, Almighty God. As we wait, those who wait upon the Lord shall mount up with wings as eagles. Father, we thank you that we are mounting up with wings as an eagle. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we give you all the praise as we wait upon you, Lord. We thank you that we know without any shadow of doubt that you are with us. You, you are with us, Lord. When we go through the fires, you are with us. When we go through the seas you are with us father we thank you that you'll never leave us nor forsake us father we lift up your rod we lift up your rod we lift up your rod in this house of solution we lift up your rod which is your word oh God just like David said oh God your rod and your staff they comfort us your rod and your staff they will comfort us in the mighty name of Jesus your rod and your staff They will comfort us in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you all the glory. We thank you, Lord, that what can separate us from the love of God. Oh, Father, no tribulation will separate us from the love of the Father. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Thank you for making a way for us, Lord. Thank you for making a way for Solution Chapel. Thank you for making a way for every member of this church, Lord. We thank you, Lord, those who wait upon you. As we wait upon you, Lord, we thank you that you renew our strength. You renew our strength, Lord. You renew our strength. Renew somebody's strength tonight, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, renew somebody's strength tonight, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory, Lord. You alone are worthy. Thank you for making your way, Lord. Promise us you'll never leave us, nor forsake us. Thank you for the confidence we have in you, O God. Just like Daniel. Let nothing be found against us except that about the law of our God. We thank you that, O God, your law. Let it be our meditation day and night. Let us meditate on your Lord day and night, oh God, that we may make our ways prosperous. Thank you, Father. Just like Moses raised the rod, let the word be continually raised in our lives, Lord. Let your word be permanent in our mouth. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you praise. Give you all the glory. Thank you for showing yourself strong and mighty, oh God, in our lives. We give you praise. Thank you that we are walking on dry ground. Give you all the glory, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. And the saints say amen. And the saints say amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Father, we thank you. Give you all the glory. We magnify your name, Lord. Give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Did you receive it tonight? He's a way make. He's a miracle working God. He's the one making that miracle happen. Amen. Wait upon him. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let's be reminded that this is our month of one soul, 12, one member, 12 souls, amen. amen. One member, 12 souls. Where is your soul? Amen. We still have the weekend. We still have Friday, Saturday to bring them in. Let's invite them. Let's invite them. Let God be excited that we are bringing in the harvest, amen. We are inviting people. Do your part to invite them because the bible tells us that he that reapeth he receives wages god is ready to pay you amen he that reapeth receives the wages amen so if you want to be well paid bring in the harvest amen if you want to receive your harvest bring in the souls one member 12 souls don't be don't be shy to do your own personal evangelism make sure you always have 12 flyers in your bag because It's one member. How many souls? Twelve souls. Amen. As you go about, pray on the flyers. Invite people. Just give them out and say, I'd love to invite you into the house of the Lord. God is doing some things and I want you to be a part of what God is doing in our lives. Amen. And you will be blessed. And you will receive wages without... A shadow of doubt.
0: The Word of God says, Is any sick among you? Let them call on the elders of the church and let them pray for them, and the prayer of faith will make them whole. If you are sick in any part of your body and need healing, why not join us for the next special healing school? Saturday, the 7th of December, at 6:30 p.m. at Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles, Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, West Sussex, RH10-8DS. Please call zero7 7938494294 4, or visit solutionchapel.org for further details. The special healing school Saturday the 7th of December is free and open to everyone. Come and receive your healing.